0: it was a rainy day in August and we had family and friends helping us move in. And, you know, it's just a whirlwind because you're going back and forth from the old place and a couple of moving vans and doing all that fun stuff. And I remember getting to the end of the day, sitting down, we're doing the whole drinks and pizza thing to thank everybody because that's just what you do. It's always Mm -hmm. fun. And I remember sitting there and it's like somebody walked by and just punched me in the gut. And it was that feeling of, oh my gosh, I've got 30 years to pay this off now.
1: Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. How did you feel when you bought your home? After you moved in, got your stuff inside, arranged and settled, how did you feel? Were you thrilled, excited about having a place to call your own? Or did you feel like Andrew suddenly aware of the long road ahead of you before you actually own your home free and clear? Did you know that right now in the United States, around 37% of homes didn't have a mortgage on them? And yes, many of those homeowners are those who are approaching retirement and have paid it down, but that number also includes people who bought their houses outright with cash and millennial homeowners, almost 16% of them, are mortgage-free now. Let's just think about that for a bit. How would you feel if you had your house paid off early? How would you feel if you had no mortgage to pay every month? What would you do with that money? As we're talking about financial independence and creating your path, this is something that many in the community are looking at, whether or not they should pay off their mortgage early. And we're going to be looking at that option. One, we're going to talk about, is this a realistic goal? And two, if so, how do you set yourself up to knock it out faster? today i'm talking with andrew daniels he's the co-creator of millennial homeowner and one of the founders of the thriving families group we're going to dig into how he and his wife paid off their mortgage early and if you're thinking of buying a home soon you'll want to hear from karen ashley she's the mortgage sales manager from coastal credit union about how you can buy a home you love and can't afford in this episode we're going to get into why andrew and his wife decided to pay off the mortgage early the strategies and tactics they use to make it happen and options you should weigh before you start your debt-free plan are you ready let's get started paying off your mortgage faster This is one of those areas of personal finance where your personal feelings definitely have a huge and significant impact on whether or not you go ahead with this decision. Typically, when people are thinking about paying off their mortgage, they're at a point where they've paid off the high interest debt, the credit cards. They've gotten rid of the car and student loans. And this is the last big debt left. And it feels different. probably have one of the lowest rates out of all the loans you've had. And this is spread over decades. It doesn't, doesn't quite feel like a fire. Like if you do have the credit cards or if you have a bad car loan that you need to get rid of ASAP. But for some, this is a priority for them. And so when I was speaking with Andrew, I was really curious about what motivated him to make this a priority.
0: It's, you know, like, its it wasn't a shock. Like, it's not like somebody just came up to me and goes, hey, here's your dad. It, it was more of a, I knew this was coming, but until we're in the house, it's not really real. And then we got into the house and we're, and it just, it, it really sunk in. And it was like, right, this is my reality now. And this is our reality. We have one child with another one on the way shortly. We're in this amazing house that we love and, you know, are super uh, excited with but I got this debt and I don't like it. And it's, and at that point I could feel it starting to choke me. Um, And so like most people, I just live with it, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's there. Everybody's, everybody's got a mortgage, right? Like Mm -hmm. I've got a mortgage. You've got a mortgage. Everybody who owns a house has a mortgage. And it just never really sat well with me. That might be my upbringing. That just might be the fact that I've never been super comfortable with debt, but um, I had to live with that for a while, we'll say. Um, not a long time, but I was kind of, I was uncomfortable enough that it got me thinking about it. And, you know, it's, you're at a point in life uh, where we were at a point in life where we were young, um, young family, new family, trying to figure all this out. And I remember in the, uh, in the spring, we bought some trees to plant.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I was digging these trees because I had to. Um, a couple of our neighbors, we all kind of went in and bought these trees because we're all in a new development. So everybody's got to do landscaping, which I did not know was a thing you had to do when you <laughs> built a house. I just figured you, the grass would come up and that would be it, but it doesn't happen like that. So we're planting these trees. And it's like day three in the sun. And I have had a lot of time to think about this. And I'm thinking like, this is what it's going to be like for me if I don't change. I'm going to have to be digging holes. I'm going to have to be figuring out how to make things work. I don't like this. I really, really don't like this. And that's when the idea kind of sunk into my mind, like something needs to change and I need to be the one that does that. Otherwise, it's going to stay the same.
1: And something I've noticed with couples who have paid off their mortgage early, there was this feeling that carrying this debt, even though it was a, quote, responsible debt, it was a low interest debt and they could afford it. It was something that nagged at them and it bothered them enough that they were willing to go ahead and pay it off sooner. And so I asked Andrew if he could dig in a little bit deeper and kind of talk about why he was uncomfortable with carrying around debt.
0: It was something I was uh, raised with. One thing I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've shared on the blog, but my uh, my sister has autism and very severe autism. So my uh, mother had to stay home with her. So we were a mm-hmm. single income family and I didn't really get that. You don't get that growing up. you know, like, your 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 life is normal just as everybody lives in their own lives and thinks that they're 100% like everyone else's. And I would find out later that Um, The reason why my mom could do that was because my parents uh, paid off their house extremely fast too. And I think knowing that you don't borrow from today to pay for tomorrow really kind of stuck with me. And I always kind of had that like almost maybe an inherent guilt that, okay, I'm really borrowing from tomorrow to pay for this house today. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of went like that. so but i just don't like the idea of owing someone because in my head when you owe someone money you are beholden to them and that is just not a good feeling it's not a good feeling knowing that you could wake up tomorrow something could happen in the world that's completely outside your control and the bank could call you and say you know what we're calling the loan i know that's not likely to happen mm-hmm. but those are the kind of fears that i would build up in my head and it's like you know what i don't i don't really like this i i don't like owing people. And it's kind of what moved me forward.
1: Now, whether you agree or disagree with this reasoning, I do think that this is a good point to really talk about, especially when you're discussing an option like paying off your mortgage early, which is what is your comfort level? What is your quality of life having your finances a certain way? And for some people, Carrying a huge amount of debt, even if it's low interest debt, just does not make them feel comfortable. And the whole point of talking about simplifying and enjoying life is that enjoying life. So if you were looking at your finances solely through the numbers and only from a financial optimization standpoint, paying off your mortgage does not make sense. But if you are looking at your financial decisions as a way to build a life that you love so you can spend time with the people and projects that matter most to you, then paying off your mortgage early may be a part of your financial plan. And while it might not be the financially optimal decision, there are some benefits to knocking out that debt early.
0: What I sat down and did that night was I grabbed a spreadsheet and built a spreadsheet of trying to figure out how much could happen. And what I ended up figuring out was that if I stayed on this uh, course that I was on, paying off a mortgage over its lifetime, and we were around the five percent mark, I was super cautious, and I wanted to lock into a ten-year rate um, at the time because I was just wanted that cost certainty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized, like, I was going to pay almost the same amount of interest as I was paying for the house. So,
1: oh, okay, yeah.
0: So if you're paying off a $100,000 mortgage, you might be paying eighty dollars to $90,000 extra in interest over your life. And mm-hmm. that kind of got, that snapped me awake and it made me realize that I have to stop thinking about everything as week to week, month to month. I need to start thinking of things as my lifetime earnings. And as a lifetime earning, do I really want to buy a second house that's just interest? Or is there something else I can do? And all these things kind of merged in my head.
1: If you haven't already looked at the numbers, it may surprise you, even with the low interest rate, how much you're going to be paying at the end of your mortgage if you pay on schedule. And that's because of how this mortgage loan is structured, as Karen explains.
2: So your mortgage is amortized over a term, whether or not you pick a 30-year, a 15-year, 10-year term. And it's amortized to where a portion of the payment goes towards principal Mm -hmm. and then the portion goes towards interest. Now, in the beginning of the loan, the majority of your payment does go to interest. Mm -hmm. um, And then over the life of the loan, that ratio will reverse to where more will start going towards principal. And then you're actually going to build more equity. You know, we do suggest Mm -hmm. people make extra principal reductions.
1: Now, if you're in the first seven years of your loan and you have a 30 year loan, you are paying a significant amount towards your interest. But the good news is, even if you start off small, you can have a big impact on dramatically shortening your mortgage payment by making extras now.
2: And initially, if you would just make an extra payment Mm -hmm. Um, say you take, you make 13 payments in a 12 month payment period. I mean, you can actually start cutting off, um, years of that mortgage. So it is really Mm -hmm. easy to turn a 30 year mortgage into a 15 year mortgage Mm -hmm. without having your payment doubled. And I think sometimes that's a misconception Yeah, when people want to pay their mortgage off early or rather than doing a 30 year, they would love to do a 15, but in their mind, I think they think that their payment's going to double well, you can still take that 30-year mortgage Mm -hmm. and turn it into a 15-year just by making those extra principal reductions. And then on the the months that you don't have that extra money, then you're only making your contractual payment for the 30-year mortgage. But on the other months that you do have that extra, just pay it towards the principal and you will see that balance from shaving off there. Of course, to
1: make those extra payments, you need to have some extra money within your budget. So where do you find it? For Andrew, his family looked at their entire budget and optimize it with their goal in
0: mind. We were lucky in that uh, my wife and I love to travel. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we liked liked nicer things. And when we had our kids, like they were so young and we kind of just looked at each other and said, let's just not go anywhere. Like let's cut out travel. We don't, the kids aren't, it's not going to matter. Traveling with young kids. I don't know if you've done it before, but it's, (laughs) it's not all it's cracked up to be. And they don't remember it. You remember as taking them somewhere, but you're not really having the greatest time. So we kind of, we took a little, maybe a harsh reality look at that. And it's like, okay, we can put off travel, which is, I think for us, that was one of the hardest things because we, we bonded the first night we met, we bonded over travel and we've you know, we did months in Europe and we like our conversations always go to like, where do we want to go next? So Mm -hmm. that was hard, but at the same time, our life had just drastically changed. We had, you know, two kids that we had to look after and, um, everything else was getting changed. So we figured let's just change all the everything. So, you know, (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. else is up in the air. Why not put our money up in the air and figure it out? So we, uh We looked at cutting a lot of our food. Um, We ate out a lot, and we just, we started to figure out how to make better food. Like, we like pizza, so we got Papa John's recipe for sauce and, you know, figured out how to make better pizza. We figured out how to cook steaks. We figured out how to make mashed potatoes. Like, all these things that we didn't really care about when it was just uh, my wife and myself we just kind of started looking at it's like, okay, well, how can we kind of hack our life to still feel like we're not giving up, but we're not spending that money either on the things that we, we like. Um, uh, another thing, another big one was cars. Um, I just retired my 2004, uh, Toyota minivan. Um, there should be a round of applause for that. That was, (laughs) I said, I would drive it till it died. And it, it literally, I drove it into the dealership and it, it pretty much died. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it got to the point where we couldn't put any more money, justify putting any more money into it. So anyway, um, but that was like, you know, I would say in the time that we were paying off our house, the people around us on average had three new cars Mm. and that's a huge, that's a huge expense, right? It's a, Mm -hmm new cars are a lot of money. Um, so yeah, I would say travel and food were travel, food, vehicles. Um, you know, like it, it might sound a little old fashioned, but we just learned to kind of enjoy being as a family and spending time together. And that's easier, you know, like a lot of little things got cut, like didn't go to the movies. We, you know, like we, like, Everything became an option to be cut because everything we looked at mm-hmm. we were doubling or tripling the cost right because if you have a if you can put a thousand dollars down on your mortgage today extra well you're saving that money over time, and the interest that you save on that is almost the same amount that that thousand dollars is so when you look at the newest iPhone that's a thousand dollars give or take yeah. if you that on your mortgage, you're saving another thousand dollars in interest roughly. And we kind of did that. That was another one. And I Mm -hmm. I totally forgot. We, for the first, I think three or four years, first couple of years, my wife and I shared a flip phone. That was our plan. It was a $20 a month plan. And, you know, I couldn't text everybody. That was like when texting was just start everybody, like all the adults were starting to text. So Mm -hmm. And I'd sit there at my friend's house where everybody's texting and I got a flip phone that doesn't even have snake the game snake on it because it's just that old. (laughs) But that's again, like, you know, I think our cell phones now in Canada are really expensive. They're like a couple hundred bucks a month. Like they're, Oh wow. I think both of our plans together, like if you put a phone, like paying for a phone monthly on it, it would be around $200. So the money's there. It's just, it depends on what you're willing Mm -hmm. to sacrifice.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you've done a fantastic job. How long have you paid off the mortgage? Was it?
0: It, how long did it take to pay off? Yeah, it was just, we, (laughs) when we started, we Mm -hmm. made a goal of, I thought five years, (laughs) that wasn't happening. Um, So I kind of stretched my goal out to 10 years. And then Mm -hmm. when we started going, we. We could see the amounts and it kind of just became this thing, this I'm very goal focused. And it just mm-hmm. kind of became this thing like, no, we're doing this. We're just going to keep putting down. It got to the point where when I would call the bank, they would see my number come up and they're going, you're doing another match payment today? And like, yeah. And that was the conversation. <laughs> it's It wasn't really a, like it was 22nd conversation with the bank a <laughs> couple, a couple of weeks. Sometimes it was super nice. funny.
1: And if the two of you are listening now and you're thinking, Paying off your mortgage early is something you do want to knock out together but you're not sure how fast you want to do it or how much you can put in towards it. Andrew has your back. He's created it's not quite a spreadsheet, it's more than that. It's really a guide and a plan that you can run the numbers yourself and look at different scenarios to find the right time frame and the right payment plan that fits you. And your goals.
0: When we were paying off our mortgage, we didn't tell anybody. Like Mm -hmm. it was uh when you do something that nobody else is doing, you look crazy. And it's only afterwards that they look back and go, Wow, I wish I could do that. So I started to have people, uh, friends and people online asking, you know, how how can I do this? So I just I had this spreadsheet, I cleaned it up and made it look nice. And then I basically would sit down with people for an hour and say, "Okay, like let's you know, let's go over your numbers. What's your goal? Um, what are you gonna do to to do this?" And I would show them the spreadsheet and the system that kind of goes around it. And what the mortgage-free master plan is designed to do is just to give you uh, a plan of seeing what could be possible when you pay off your mortgage. And it walks you through kind of like, what are your goals? And you do this, you should be doing this with your spouse. Like, mm-hmm. none of this happens without my my spouse supporting my crazy ideas once in a while. I, I try not to have too many crazy ideas because it's just, yeah, it's, it's what it is, you right? Gotta <laughs> you gotta
1: spread them out. You gotta spread them
0: out. We need to have time to breathe sometimes. Um, but with this mortgage-free master plan, it's it's really designed for – It's like an, I would say it takes about an hour to kind of go through it, and you can answer the questions. There's a quick start guide, too, where you can just go through it really fast, or if you're a spreadsheet person, you jump in, and you can play with the numbers right away. And what it does is it, it allows you to see what's possible – with paying down your mortgage faster. You can find out, okay, what happens if I only put down $50 every biweekly? Or, and how does that change if I put down 200? What happens if I do like the full 1,000? Or if I can only do 25 this week, but what happens if I put down a lump sum of $5,000 this month and what does that do over the the lifetime of it? You know, what it does is it kind of gets you thinking about becoming mortgage-free Mm -hmm. what it is. And you're, you're trying it on to see what plan might work for you. And like you said, you guys sat down with it and like 10 years, it's, it's mind boggling that you're, I mean, we always think that I paid it off so fast, but what we never talk about is the 20 years of freedom you're gaining after that. We haven't even touched on that. And that is way, way nicer. Um, my, my kids don't complain that they didn't get to go to Disney when they were five and six, they complained a bit when they were seven, but, <laughs> <laughs> but when we went, when they were, you know, eight, nine, you know, it felt good. I didn't go to Disney feeling like, Oh my gosh, this is all on credit cards and whatever. It was like, okay, we've saved up and we're there and we're good to go. And now we get to do the traveling that we've been longing for and researching for, you know, the, all those years. So, Sorry, I kind of jumped the track there on, uh, on this, but no,
1: that's fine. What,
0: what it does is it, the plan is really allowing you to, I would say, come together as a couple and see if this is what you're ready to do. And if you're not ready to do, you don't have to do it right away, but you will see what small amounts can add up to over time. And they, I'm sure you know from your own experience, they add up very, very quickly.
1: I hope that helps the two of you really to sit down and understand whether or not paying off the mortgage early makes sense for you. But what if the two of you haven't bought your house? But you know down the line you would like to do that. How do you find a house that you can afford and if you do decide to pay it off early, it wouldn't be a burden? Karen was kind enough to share her take of how she processes those mortgage applications and explains to couples how to get a mortgage mortgage that they can comfortably afford?
2: When a couple or a member Mm -hmm. is shopping for a house, one of the main things that they need to consider first Mm -hmm. and foremost is affordability. Where's their comfort level? We get the question so many times, what do I qualify for? Mm -hmm. Well, we can run the numbers and tell you, you qualify for, you know, for a $500,000 house, but I never like to tell a borrower exactly what they qualify for. My question to them is, where's your comfort level? Mm. Where, where's your, your comfort level with that payment? Where's the payment that, you know, where do you not want to go over? And so then I back into that payment. Because the last thing you wanna do is put someone in a home to where that's all that they're working for. It's just that house payment. Because you are gonna need some money for the incidentals, the maintenance, yeah. the, the care of the home. So I always want to know where is your comfort level? And then from there, we, just, we back into what that sales price looks like. And then we would talk about, do they want to do the 100% financing? Do they qualify mm-hmm. as a first time home buyer? Does it make more sense to maybe keep your money um, in the bank with rates being so low right now? So we would just run some scenarios for them to just kind of show them it makes more sense to do the 100% if they qualify or put 3% down with mortgage insurance versus 5%. And then we just kind of back into what fits that member best financially, both money out of pocket, Mm -hmm. down payment, and where their comfort level is. In at Coastal, we're more mm-hmm. concerned about your financial well-being going forward, not just the here and now. Okay, so you qualify for this amount. I want to put you in that house. It's more about your, your financial roadmap, making sure that you're stable going forward, yeah. um, not just putting you in a house. I hope you enjoyed
1: this episode and found it helpful. Whether you decide to pay off your mortgage early or not, that's up to you. But I want you to feel comfortable with your decision. Remember, personal finances is not just about the numbers, but creating a life that you love and enjoy. special thanks to Karen and Andrew for being a part of this episode. As always, I'll have the resources we mentioned included in the show notes over at simplifyandenjoy.com, including that mortgage master plan so that you too can create a debt-free plan that fits your goals. And if you're in the Triangle area here in North Carolina and you want to go over all your options with your mortgage and more, please check out Coastal Credit Unions. We're members and we love them. They not only have competitive rates on day-to-day accounts, but they have a team of people that really focused on your financial well-being. And since we're on the topic of setting yourself up for some big financial wins, have you ever thought about how you can capitalize on your taxes? Yes, I said taxes. We're in the middle of the season. So next week, we're gonna look at some big tax deductions and credits to look into and how to set things up this year to make next year's taxes less stressful. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts from. Our music today was from Lee Rosefear. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. If you have any questions or ideas for the show, please reach out to me, or you can join our free and private Facebook group, Thriving Families. We're all about encouraging one another with our goals. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.